Hey yo, it's your boy Robin back with a brand new episode of Asian Movie Club. I'm joined by my co-host Kyle. Yep, I'm here. What's yeah, good? What's up? Not much. So today, so today we got another special guest, a good friend of ours, Grace. What's good? Hi, hi everyone. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you for coming on. Now, Grace is a writer a blogger what else what else do you uh have in your bio <laughs> translator um, would that, would, yeah, would that be, yeah i'm a translator too and mm-hmm. i guess i guess manager but yeah i would say i'm just like a, a person with a lot of ideas in my head but not very good mm-hmm. with technology mm-hmm I guess, you know, work-wise, you, you work from home most of the time, right? Yeah, I don't, yeah, I work from home mainly. So, I don't really need to go out at all. Has the pandemic actually affected your life at all, or is it pretty much the same? Let's say pretty much the same, but I'm not used to always staying home because I like to work yeah. at Starbucks. I like to work at pe- like places, like not just at home, right? Like as long as I have Wi-Fi, I can go anywhere. It's kind of it kind of sucks how I'm like, oh, I can't go there. I can't even go if I want to go because you're not even allowed to sit at a cafe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just trapped at home. But I would say working online has its benefits. And because I work with people mainly from Asia, I usually sleep really late and I wake up like in the afternoon. So it's kind of messed up, but it's easy for me because I don't have to commute. Interesting. Well, the reason I ask is because, you know, right now we're into the new year, 2021. So, you know, as a reflection, I just want to know both of y'all, how has your 2020 been? my 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 year was not that eventful like it was a good year you know i can't complain but it was not that eventful like definitely more netflix um one thing i've gotten into this year or last year i've watched i started watching uh (laughs) k-dramas i know i keep telling you to watch crash landing on you i know so it's like and it's so weird because i've never been into k-drama i never had interest in it and it's looking back, it's funny because, you know, one of my favorite shows is Terrace House, right? Which is a reality show about boys and girls living in the city, <laughs> living in the city. Right. So it's like, it's like, why wouldn't I be into K-drama? But I don't know. I just never got into it. But then um, during the pandemic, I'm like, oh, I need someone to watch, man. I need someone to watch. So then I gave um, Itaewon class a try. That was my shit. That was my shit. And then I started watching uh, Startup. Mm. Have you guys seen Startup? I haven't seen the, either of them, but I heard a lot of good things. So I will eventually watch it. I, I watched now, the Startup. Have you fin- did you finish it, Kyle? Yes, I finished it. Yeah. I think, I watched, good- I, I think I watched it because of you. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a good show. But here's my pet peeves. What is up with all the love triangles is it always a love triangle yeah i think so i think most of the time they need drama and like they never make it very um easy for the main to get together usually there's always like a 
the the main guy. Usually, a girl likes the main guy, and the guy liked her at first. But for some reason, he ends up liking the other girl, and then the yeah. girl usually hates the main guy at first because she finds the guy very arrogant, very bossy, very rude. But then somehow she ends up falling for him. It's very typical, usually. Like usually, they dislike each other at the beginning, mm-hmm. and then they end up liking each other. Well, let's just say that. There's more drama to be had if there's three people involved versus just two, and if it's a K drama, you need the drama. So more love triangle. The well, better Grace, for Grace is preaching uh, crash landing on you. Yeah, I don't know you about have that to one. Watch it. Why is it's this really so- good? Oh, why is this so good? Okay, after I saw the I first watch- episode. I saw the first episode, or no, actually no, I saw a few episodes, and I just found the premise to be a little silly, if I may. <laughs> Which part do you find silly? I mean, most of them are unrealistic because it's drama. It's not gonna happen in real life. I know, but it's like, come on, man! Like this, you're you're so uh, like this girl is supposed to survive like crash landing on North Korea. <laughs> what the guy? To this hot to this hot like captain North, North Korean captain. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. It was, Wait, Kyle, uh, have you seen it? Uh, no, I haven't. But you know what it's about. Yes, and um, the only reason I'm like watching K drama more now is because of my wife. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, has she seen Crash Landing on you? Yeah, she has. She's mm. really into the K drama, so you should watch it. Oh my goodness, you two need to watch. It. I'll watch Startup eventually <laughs> for sure because yeah. everyone keeps telling me about it too. Another mm. thing is like another thing is like. It's cute and all, you know what I mean? It's cute and all, but then like there, it's like so much shit is so toxic, you know what I mean? It like, is. Even in, even in startup, you know, sometimes it's like, guys, a little communication goes a long way, you know, but then these guys don't want to talk, you know, like they, they hold it in or they hold grudges and it's do you like. Think, hmm? Do you think it's the culture thing or do you think it's uh, just because it's a drum? Because I wonder, because I feel like, I don't know. I, in my opinion, I know it might be biased, but I feel like people in Asia tend to bottle up. Like, they're not as straightforward with uh, what they want, I think. But I don't know if it's just... Because I, I don't... Obviously, I haven't really done any surveys, but I feel like my culture is not very... Um, you're not really supposed to tell people. It's Everything is more like implied, like you mm. should know this, but not like... Mm. I, I think you're not def- like telling people yeah. that. I, I definitely is the culture part. I think if it wasn't for the culture part, they wouldn't be writing it into the drama because where else were they going to be inspired to write these kind of plot lines and how they are, how they are. And I think a lot of relationships like in Asia, they tend to be a little more toxic just based on like how the male and female dynamic works and like the whole patriarchy thing. So there's that too. But that being said, there's a lot of toxic things in Western media as well. So we can't win, I guess. A lot of stuff are toxic these days. I feel like the gender roles are more defined in Asia. As in like girls, like males are more, they're more supportive like they're supposed to be um, able to provide. So then there's a lot more pressure in that aspect. I mean, even mm-hmm. here, but like, I think females here are like in the Western world, they're more like, 
seen it's more like a partnership i don't know i don't know what do, what are your thoughts uh Robin? i don't know i've only seen two <laughs> i've only seen two you know um, maybe, maybe there was, you there was some strong there's some strong female characters in there like, you know what i mean like mm-hmm. say one class for sure like that, that young start, girl was yeah, manager, startup right? startup was also strong female leads yeah so i don't know i don't know about that maybe i'll mm. have to watch a little more yeah. Now, before we get into our segments, I have a new segment idea I want to try out. My segment idea is called Dope Asian Shoutout. Mm-hmm. Who do we have today? So today, I want to shout out Nizia Lia, who is turning 58 in July and will oh. be representing Luxembourg. Germany at her fifth Olympics at Tokyo 2020. Did now, you mean 2021? You mean 21? 2021, sorry. <laughs> she is a female table tennis player born in China. She's a four-time Olympian and won team and mixed doubles gold medals in the 1983 World Table Tennis Championships. She moved to Germany in 1989 and settled down in Luxembourg two years later. Her husband, Tommy Danielson, is her coach and training partner. Now, here's here's a cool fact. She was the flag bearer for Luxembourg during the closing ceremonies of 2016 Summer Olympics in uh, Rio de Janeiro. That's who I want to shout out today. Don't you think it's crazy? She's been in the Olympics four times. That's pretty impressive. Most people, I, th- I think they can only, most, I think only last like two, like, you know, like a decade around. So like yeah. two, I would say so this, two. Her, this is her, the upcoming one is her fifth Olympics. That's like 20 years in the game. Yeah, what's, what's even more dope is like she came from China and then moved all the way to like, of all places, Germany and still having such a dope career. Yeah, and she was the flag bearer, so you know she's got to be OG, right? So how do you find out about her? Uh, so I saw, so I saw, I saw the Olympics tweeting about her. They had a oh. little article about her. Now I also looked her up on Instagram. Super cute auntie, bro. Super oh, really? cute auntie. <laughs> how old? And she is only had. No, she looks like a. She looks like a like like cute grandma. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. someone's grandma. Well, she's probably a grandma. <laughs> yeah. And she only has 800 followers, dude. What? Oh, man. Oh, I have more followers than her. But she's like, yo, she it's like super wholesome. I think if you're listening and you're interested, look her up. All right. So let's get into our first segment or first topic of the night. Uh, we all know Kim's Convenience here, right? Mm-hmm. I've seen the ad. And you know the star Simu Liu, who's in uh, Kim's Convenience, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So recently, he's been in this controversy. So basically, what happened was Simu Liu and Mark Wahlberg are going to be co-stars in the upcoming film Arthur the King. Simu Liu then deleted a 2018 tweet condemning the 49-year-old seeking... So he's seeking pardon in 2014 for a past racist assault in 1988. 
At 16 years old, Wahlberg was found guilty physically attacking two Vietnamese men, beating up one of them with a stick and calling them both slurs. He spent 45 days in prison. The Boston-born actor's request for a pardon was said to be motivated by his desire to start a burger chain. So Simu started getting backlash because he deleted the tw- deleted this tweet way back condemning Mark Wahlberg pretty much, right? What are your thoughts? Well, I think if he didn't delete it, it would be worse because then they're going to work together, right? And I feel like someone's going to dig it out and be like, hey, look, your coworker said this about you. So it, it does make sense for him to delete it. But I think by deleting it, it also makes him look like he's kind of like, uh, oh, because now he, he has money and like he has fame. He doesn't want to get in trouble. So then it also makes him look bad. So I don't, I feel like no matter what he does, he's going to, kind of screw him over what do you think i think people i think people are getting mad because it seems like he's selling out right like this guy made a good point back in the day and then now like the guy that he's insulting pretty much or calling out sorry he wants to work with right so is that do you consider that selling out i think if he didn't give the reasoning of why he's doing it like that, then I wouldn't say he's selling out. But I think the fact of the matter is like he's making it sound like, oh, I'm trying to have a progressive conversation with him now that I'm a co-star with him about what he has done wrong. When in reality, you don't if you you can still have that even if you have that tweet still existing. You didn't need to delete that to have a progressive conversation. Mm-hmm. Like but but the thing is, it's like if you felt that strongly about that about Mark Wahlberg, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like I don't really fuck with him because he did this back in the day. Would you be the one? Is like if 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 a movie came up and it's a role you want, would you take it or would you stand by what you said and say, "No, nah, I don't want to. I don't want to work with him." I think, I think that's what people are getting yeah, at, right? But I think the better way of doing it would have been just mm-hmm. he know who his co-stars are for sure before he accepted the role, have that conversation with Mark Wahlberg first. And and then when it comes out, you then yeah. talk about how you and him kind of have a conversation, discuss it and try to like learn from each other in terms of like the experience and also like what are the steps are, that could be taken for like Mark Wahlberg for him to like really admit his wrong i guess or like just you know be a better person about it Mm. people are giving are 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 giving him shit for for working with mark Wahlberg, right and my point is this happened when he was 16 mark Wahlberg, right now, is he a better person now? I don't know. I can I only know his public persona, right? Like I like him as a person, but I don't really know him. Like he could be an asshole, right? So when we look at someone like that, do you give him the benefit of the doubt and say he's probably changed? Um, I really feel like 
I would I would give the guy a chance, but I don't know if he changed, but I would give him a chance. You would give but him I a don't chance. Know, but I don't know if, like, would you actually bring up the topic? Because it's kind of mm. awkward too, right? Like, bring it up. Hey, by the way, you know what you did in, when you were yeah. 16? Like, are you really going to yeah. bring it up to a coworker and remind him that yeah. he made that kind of mistake back then and actually talk about it? I don't know. I, I feel like it's a little bit... How would it's, you feel though? Like if you worked with someone, if someone mm-hmm. at your work like had a past like that, right? Where he was, he had a, he was racist towards a group of people and he assaulted them. Would you be open-minded and be like, that was a long time ago. You're probably a different person. Or would you judge him for those actions? That's really hard, but I would say, you, you got to have that conversation with him first to yeah. or her to decide. And mm-hmm. I think what bothers people with how Simu kind of went upon doing this whole thing was that he's such a champion for like making sure like, you know, Asians are not like uh, looked down on or like any sort of anti-Asian-ness is not tolerated. Yeah. That That's his whole brand though. Like, right. I have to be honest about that. His whole, whole brand, like he calls out anyone that's, doing any anything remotely anti-Asian or anti-racist or and, and just being racist. Yep. So for him to be like this, being almost like, oh, because I'm working with him now, money is on the line, I'm going to retract, but also be, uh, make it point like, oh, I'm actually, gonna, don't worry though. I'm still going to talk to him and be progressive about it and hopefully have him learn. Like, how are you like where you're so like, at one level, we're like really like yes, like anti, um, being bad to Asians, but at the same time, you're okay with just having a nice talk with Mark Wahlberg just because he's a coworker now. Mm, so you you do think he's kind of selling out a little bit in in the extent, yes, yeah, because I I get it, I get it. It looks bad at surface level, but I also think it is good that he has the openness to say like, look, that was a long time ago, right? I don't know who you are now as a person, but let's open up that dialogue. Let's yeah. talk about it. The, right? the other thing is, I think the problem, how I see it is like how he replied to people calling him out on doing what he did. He was very, yes. very kind of um, taken aback. He didn't, I think he didn't expect people to go against him in that regard. Right. But at the same time, though, I kind of get it because it's like, because every time I see these things happen, it's like, who is that hater that's going back to a tweet from 2018? Like, did this person have it in the chamber? Like, how, how do these people, do they just go through someone's t- tweet history and just save certain Robin, tweets? Robin, it's, it's the internet, right? man. Like, Everything's on the internet. <laughs> Just, but who's putting the hard. effort to look, go back and look at these tweets? Like, you know, like, so that, that person obviously has some sort of vendetta. It's like, she's looking up dirt, right? Well, I mean, it's probably not that hard because you can just put in the, the keywords like Simu Lu, Mark Wahlberg together and go through Twitter and you'll see. But that also means that person is actively looking through Twitter for something, for some dirt on you. you get Perhaps, what I'm yeah. But it just the response, the his response to just like a very legitimate like like question, like you know, what are you doing? And then right away he's kind of like heading back, like, well, I'm doing this being progressive. 
Like he, mm-hmm. I think he over defended himself in that aspect. Yeah. Yeah. Like he didn't really have to. What do you think, Grace? I feel like I understood why he did it, but it mm-hmm. does make him look bad. Uh, but yeah. I honestly don't know if he would actually bring up that topic. You know how he mentioned he would talk about it, yeah. and now he has the opportunity to do it. Like, would you really? Like, would you really bring that up with a new coworker, knowing that you're gonna work yeah. together and be like, I don't know. Like, it seems mm. a little and bit. And to be honest, the only way people will be. Ha- like okay with what he's doing now is if it ends up where they do the movie and then when they're promoting the movie they make that a point to talk about and right. that would never happen right they're not right. going to talk about yeah. how a movie star used to be really racist really like violent against uh, ethnic minority they're so not going to have that discourse think, so do you guys think rather than a progressive move this is more a career move I would say it is yeah, I would say yeah. it's a career move. I wouldn't say, but I wouldn't say he like. Just because he did that doesn't mean that he doesn't care. But mm-hmm. more like, I wouldn't say this is for. Uh, too late. Yeah, I would say it's a career thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Robin? It's hard to say because, I think, I'm actually not even thinking about like the simu part i'm actually more like us as an asian community right our perspective of mark Wahlberg, right like yes he did some shitty things when he was 16 but as an asian community should we forgive him for that at this time what do you think what are your thoughts it's hard to be forgiven because someone what it's hard Okay. When it came to Mark Wahlberg, I'm like, you know what? I I didn't know him for the racist attacks, right? I've only known him for his current public persona, Mm -hmm. right? Which he seems like a pretty cool guy. He seems like a pretty nice guy. So that's my impression of him. Mm -hmm. Of course, I don't know. I don't know who he really is as a real person. But judging from the people that talk about him, he seems like a cool guy, right? So just judging from what I see, I think I would be open to saying like, okay, that was a long time ago. That's a different person, right? Because we're all not the same mm-hmm. person as we were when we were mm-hmm. 16. Now, yeah. I don't know if you guys heard about this recent incident with the the 22-year-old girl in New York. Oh, I saw it on the, I saw it yesterday. Yeah, Mia Ponzetto or whatever her name is. Basically, this 22-year-old girl assaulted a 14-year-old black boy at a hotel and accused him of stealing her cell phone. So basically, they were staying at the same hotel or whatever. She lost her cell phone. And I guess she, she saw this like kid walk out with a phone, with an iPhone. And she accused him of stealing her phone, right? And then there's, um, there was camera footage released that she, like, tackled the boy. Yeah, I saw the video, too. And I mm-hmm. even saw her interview, and she did not seem sorry at exactly. all. Exactly. So just she, she did an interview afterwards, right? And she did not seem remorseful at all. Like, she just, she's just a very unlikable person, 
Yeah, she was clearly racist, but she doesn't want to say it. And she's yeah. like, "Oh, well, I'm just 22 year old. Okay, that doesn't divide me." I'm like, "Oh my god." Now, yeah. the point I'm trying to make is, when I see someone like her, I'm thinking like, "I hope you rot in hell, right?" Like, I hate this person. She's terrible, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's a couple more articles that came out, like TMZ or whatever, that said. She has multiple incidences like this, like DUIs, public altercations, right? And some even involving her mom, right? So to me, like when I see that, I'm like, okay, this person probably has, is troubled in some way, right? Maybe her life is like messy or whatever, right? So what I'm saying is, if we know her story, like if she somehow, like if we, if we can somehow take a peep at her life and like from when she was a baby to now, right. And see maybe some fucked up traumatic events that happened that made her this, this terrible. Right. Mm-hmm. And 20 years later, she totally turns her life around. Like, would I be open, like looking at her at this particular moment, be open to the fact that okay she might change in the future um i, I you get think, what I'm saying? yeah i get what you're saying but i think yeah. the other way of looking at it is like yes she could be a great person 20 years later but if during that period where she's growing and developing and being a new person does she go back and acknowledge what she has done in the past repent and talked about it and like apologize and really show that what yeah. she did was wrong like in mark's mm-hmm. Wahlberg case I don't recall ever seeing anything where he talked about the incident of him like beating up like the the Asian guys. And like, I don't think he really made a formal apology outside from like, you know, what he was told to do legally, like as part of Mm -hmm. his like kind of like um, sentence. And the fact of the matter is like all these years, we don't really hear him mentioning it at all. And another part of him is that he's a like a big time catholic so a whole part of it is that he would always talk about being repent repent for your sins and all that stuff but it doesn't seem like he ever kind of done that repent in public for that incident Mm. so you're what you're saying is you think he should go out of his way a little bit more and show initiative to make amends yeah make amends like yeah. I don't, at this point, it's not about like the money or anything. It's just mm-hmm. acknowledgement of what he has done, how yeah. it was shitty, and just you know, acknowledge that that was something he has done in the past. Right now, it just seems like he just trying to brush it off. Mm. I feel like most people would not want to bring up an un, like a, a bad part of their history just to remind people of what they did. Because mm. either, either they're ashamed. Or they just don't want, like, like well, you or, want people to see the good side of yeah, it. Right? Or you they don't, don't want people to see. Or they don't yeah. think it's a big deal, and therefore they don't need to really acknowledge it. Right. But the thing was, he was trying to look for a pardon, right, for that crime. Mm-hmm. So, like, wipe it from his records. Yeah. I would assume. Mm-hmm. So, in that case, I would agree with Kyle that he should have done something. To show a little, I don't know if he did. I don't know. You you guys can look it up. You guys tell me if I'm wrong, but I I would agree with Kyle there. If and he did want I that guess part. 
to just remove yeah. ourselves from like kind of Mark Wahlberg and think on the like talking about like Asian as a whole, should we mm-hmm. really be that like forgiveful for what like a person has done to our fellow like communities if they've done something really bad to us? Because I think I don't want to generalize, but I feel like Asian community as a whole, we're pretty for like um forgiveful for those that have hurt us in the past and let them have the benefit of doubt versus mm-hmm. other communities. If one of their own was affected by what other race, they would like really like make sure they protect that person. And also like, you know, re- remember not saying being revengeful or anything, but remember and like be more cautious, but like with like Asian community, if you like, if like it's something that was done, we sometimes give the, uh, a perpetrator the benefit of doubt that they probably didn't mean it or like it was an inv- or victimizing our community where it's probably our fault or just don't care about it at all do so you have an example because i don't think i can think of an example no I'm, I'm just saying like in comparison to like other communities how much we like support our own in terms of like right especially during this like i think it's only recently where like with the whole covid situation where it's like oh we oh all these asians are being like um, attacked or like, um, like, like really just um, being hurt and stuff because of like COVID and stuff. It's only when we're more together. Otherwise, we kind of just you know be like, oh, we're looking we don't for really, ourselves. Yeah, looking for ourselves. Yeah. Hmm. I guess like we are more forgiving. I don't know. Like I don't know what, but like I don't know if they would actually ever would they ever apologize. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's a little bit hard to or unrealistic to expect him to actually. I don't know if that's. Well, let's not let's not say other people. What about yourself? Like, you know, because I think about like if it was if it was if it wasn't Mark Wahlberg and it was someone that I know in my life. Right. Mm. Would I forgive them or would I try to accept them? And it's hard to say because yeah, it's hard to like, say. if I look, if I, if I, when I look at the Mark Wahlberg situation, I have no emotions tied to that event. Right. So obviously I'm like, whoa, he was 16. He's probably a different person now. You know what I mean? But like, there's people in my life that I've, I like, yo, you, you did me wrong one time. You're dead to me. Exactly. <laughs> you know yeah. 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 You know so. what I'm saying? So it's like, so it's like, if he beat up someone I knew or someone dear to me, I would probably never, for, I would never forgive him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's a hard question. Like yeah. us as a community, would should we give these people a little leeway, right? Like, I think we should give them a leeway if they put in the effort to show that they're a better man now or a woman. Right, right. But in terms but of unless Wahlberg, they publicly do it, how would you know whether yeah, they're yeah. better? So that's hard. Yeah, like too. how would how are they able to show that they've changed? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, that's why I'm like, I don't feel like they would actually publicly make a, like an apology or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's just tough now because with race relations really being like all time kind of iffy kind of issue now, it's it's hard to say whether or not we need to look at it in a more like tougher lens or be more forgiving and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like in 2021 with all these are things happening. Right. 
Mm-hmm. So how was it ever like what happened in the end after that tweet? Like are people just like whatever now or did it get worse? Um yeah, it's kind of just whatever. I don't think anything I, I think in terms of that whole issue, I think a lot of people just brought that up. And I think bringing that mm. up is not an issue. It's just, I think the dogpiling of like them hating on Simu is after he responded like to those kind of people mentioning what he did. Like, mm. I, I think more like you think he the, was a little snobby about it. What? Yeah. Like, what's... I, I think more people were like, I guess, hurt or offended by how he responded to people bringing him his old treats up. And I think, in a sense, yes, it's it's a little shitty for them to bring back old tweets. But at the same time, it's also where it's out on the internet. You said it. They're not putting words in your mouth. So, mm-hmm. and they're mentioning it. They, and if they're kind of in a curious mood, like, oh, you mentioned this, but now how come you deleted it? You can just answer how you want to answer. You don't have to, like, kind of hit back at the people who are like, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, oh, yeah. like, I, I do feel like he's selling out a little, but I don't think he's like intentionally selling out for like, it's a career move, but it's not more he's leaving the Asians behind. I think he still cares about the Asians a lot. It just mm-hmm. is a career move. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a career move. What would you have done? You would just, yeah, what would you have done? Would you, have deleted, would you have deleted a tweet, Robin? Well, I think the first question to ask is, would you take the movie, right? Mm. Like if I if there was a person that I didn't like, right, and I was talking shit about him, I think myself, ah, it's hard though. It's hard though. It's hard though. Because but like knowing myself now, like like I I I don't know. It's it's that Taurus energy, you know. Like I hold grudges, man. You know. Like if I don't like you, it's either I like you or I don't like you, right? And if I don't like you, it's very hard for me to flip. So, so you wouldn't take the movie, even if it was like, let's say, good money. It could be a break, breakthrough role, and like it could give you the, uh, the maybe the and um, all that stuff. Yeah, like the attention that you might need in order to fulfill whatever your dream is. I just feel like I'm such a petty person that, like, for the, no amount of money. Well, I don't know. I wouldn't say no amount, but I would. St- it, it would take a a lot for me to sell out to work with someone own. you don't like. Exactly. Exactly. I, I think exactly. I'm going to look at it in like the whole Simu and Mark Wahlberg situation alone and how I would take it. Like if I'm like Simu where like being pro Asian, like looking out for the Asian people is my thing. And like, that's my brand. Mm-hmm. And, um, I got this opportunity and I know Mark Wahlberg has a history, has a past that I'm not cool with. I tweeted Mm -hmm. it before. I want to make sure that I have a talk with him and see where he's at. And before you accept the role. Yes. Mm. I I think I would do that too. Like if I don't do that, you, you would, you would be okay with working with Mark Wahlberg as long as you have a talk with him. A talk with him where I feel like. Uh, it's not even if he, if I could sense like, like he's not like the same person. He probably isn't, but at the same time, you never know unless you talk to them. I wouldn't even talk to him, man. I'll be like, I'd, I'd be so petty, 
like fuck this guy man like i wouldn't i would not take the role then i would not take the role yeah i would not take the role i would personally if, if i felt that way about him you know mm. like i i personally think mark Wahlberg is pretty cool and i would take the movie but if uh if there was someone that i didn't like like that or i felt that way and they offered me to do a movie they offered me a movie role with him i probably wouldn't take it mm. But even now, yeah. at this point, it's still going to be shaky for their like working relationship, like especially when he deleted it and all the backlash. So it's still going to be a difficult kind of no, thing. I don't think so, man. Like as guys, I'd be like, then, listen, then, then if we work he, together, okay, then why if did I he work together, to it? it's out of respect. It's out of respect, right? Like it's like again, Kyle. If I worked with you, right? If I somehow, if I somehow had like some some grudges against you way back and i said some shit about you right the respectful thing to do is take those down and when i when i see you i'd be like hey listen i said some shit back in the day i don't feel that way towards you anymore you know um i delete that shit out of respect and i hope that we can be friends and work together that's what that's that's what i think he his head's at when he Mm, did that action right yeah Wow. Yeah, I agree. Because otherwise, you, you you know, like, if I try to, like, I feel like it's worse if you act like nothing happened, right? Because then you might have a grudge on me that I don't know about. And then, like, you'd be like, hey, hey, remember that time you yeah. talked that shit about me? You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, oh, shit, you know? Like, so it's, I feel like he took the initiative to start that mm-hmm. conversation. No, I hope it ends yeah. up well for him. I mean, in terms of, like, figuring like the working relationship and also it was like let him know like what he has done in the past is you know, fucked yeah. up and you know exactly still rep for his asian people man i mean that's I, his I, whole, think he, no, I think he'll be fine yeah i think that, that's fine. his whole brand like i'll be I'm, I'm not saying i'm pissed at what he did but i'm more like you're disappointed intri- not even disappointed be like very interested like if you're so pro like that whatever your brand is and you're kind of going against it in a sense if you're so like pro Asian, that's his bread though, right? Isn't it? It is. It is. And he does ride pretty hard sometimes, you yeah. know? Um, I don't know, man. But, you know, like it's pretty progressive to forgive as well. Mm, yeah, true. Right. So, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't hold, I don't hold that against him. Yeah. But anyways, I think we've uh, touched upon that topic long enough. Let's move on to our final topic. Okay. Grace, do you watch a lot of movies? No, not really, actually. Oh, I don't. don't. Really do you know who Steven Yeun is? I think I've heard the name, but I don't really... Like, he must be famous. I wouldn't know his name, but yeah, I don't well, know. Well, he got big off um, The Walking Dead. So he's in this new movie coming out, right, called Minari. So basically, Minari is about... Do you want to explain the movie, uh, Kyle? Yeah. Um, so Minari is basically an American film, but it tells the story of a Korean immigrants with their family that um, moved into like a, a pretty uh, farm town city or like, you know, area of America and the, like their immigrant story. And um, it got really high reviews and all that stuff from acting to act, um, directing to writing. And now um, the Golden Globes, like an award thing in America, they decide that they will not have the movie be considered as a, a in contention for like best film award 
even though it's an American film. Instead, they're gonna put them as a foreign language movie kind of thing because the film is mostly in Korean. Oh, when when did it come out? It hasn't uh, came out. I think it's coming out this month. I think it's coming out this month. So basically, the Golden Globes decided that the movie will not compete in the best drama category, but will be slotted in the best foreign. language film now this got a lot of backlash because why is this not considered an american movie wait why is it mainly in korean then because it's about um, a korean korean immigrants oh i see but like are the golden globe like are all the movies in english or Because I I actually don't know. That's why I'm asking. Because if that's the category, if that's the right, um, right. if that's what it takes to qualify, then I understand. But if that's not the case, then I don't think that's fair. You know But why would it not be just a drama? You know what I mean? It's not like why is it considered a foreign film when well, if- it's an American story? About American characters, like you know, like this is nothing oh, to do with okay. people from Korea. You know what I'm saying? Like, like a, a, a someone that grew up in Korea might watch this and they might not relate to it. But like a Korean American, even mm-hmm. us as Chinese Canadians, we might we will look at this movie and it's like, yes, that's a very Western story, right? Okay. Why would that be considered? Like that's that that's kind of like the disrespect that people people saw in that move. Did they explain? The, the whole reason it was like, oh, in order to be part of best drama or whatever, they must the film must have over fifty percent in English or something like that. Mm-hmm. But then you know it's still a dr- dramatic film, like made by Americans, and funded by American companies, and like it's American film through and through. So. The only thing is, is in another language, for most part. So, what do you? What are your thoughts? I think that's pretty bullshit. I think that's pretty bullshit, right? Like, as I said before, how is this not an American film? Because it's like it's such an American story. That's true. Right. That it's makes like, sense. Yeah. It's like if they made a movie about like Chinese Canadians, right? And they kept it authentic. So if they kept it authentic, then you know maybe they'd be talking Cantonese. Yeah, that's movie, true. Right, and and then it's like after the movie was finished, they they're like, okay, well this is not a this is not a Canadian movie. This is this is a Chinese movie. That's true. That makes sense. Yeah. Would you not it's, see the disrespect in that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, now, like, if you put it that way, then yeah. But yeah. I guess if you put it in the, um. In like let's say another way where the audience wouldn't be able to understand unless it was translated, then it seems like it's a foreign film. If you know what I'm trying to say, in uh, that, like as in if I can't, if I watch it, but I I really can't um process what's going on because it's in another language, like most of it, then mm-hmm. I. Then it does kind of seem foreign, but then, like you said, it's a like American story. Then it should 
yeah, if they're going to keep it authentic, then it makes sense why it's in Korean. So I don't know. I guess yeah. it depends on how you see it, like which side. Well, I mean, do, do you guys remember the farewell? Yes. Yeah. That was also not considered a American, like, well, best drama. Yes. Um, I, the, the article that I saw actually mentioned it and they, so the reasoning for that one is because it, they, they're, they're saying it because it took place in China. Mm-hmm. What? And, right? Yeah. But that was in English mainly. Well, uh, kind, was it 50%? No, it wasn't. I feel like it was mainly in English. I don't think, I mean, the grandma spoke in Mandarin, but everyone yeah. else spoke in English. Yeah. But I mean, that's like, true. But the problem is, well, are you we, pissed about that? Then is that is that an American movie? Then I, I, well, I would I would know. be more upset about that one because I actually can understand what's going on without. Well, I mean, but, but, first of all, we never seen Minari, though. so I don't. We don't know how, what the yeah, percentage is. Yeah, that's I, I, I think I'm okay with farewell because, but then I I still kind of don't get it because. That is still an American story because it's yeah. like it's through the lens of an American girl. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying? my my problem is like they're reasoning like, oh, most of of it took place in China, but Lost in Translation took place in Japan, but it's still an yeah. American film. Yeah, because I think I think what it is is like it's almost like well, it is is subtle racism, right? It's like you're not American enough for for us, you know, yeah. like if you don't look white. Or if you're not yeah. white, yeah, if you're yeah. not a certain way, right? I, so I, it's like in this way, but it's like because in this way, it's like if I look at it, I'm like, oh, that's an American movie because it's very American in the sense that it's literally about people trying to survive in America, living the American dream, right? Like, yeah. there's nothing more American than the American dream, yeah. Honestly, so so for, for them to, to for them to see that and say, yo, that's not American, right? Yeah. It's think, kind of racist, yeah, right? I think it's kind of BS because it's not like we're asking for like a film like Parasite to be considered, right? If it's like Parasite, then I get why they do it because mm-hmm. it's, it is a Korean film. But yeah, it's it's Minari. It's it's about being in America, so I don't get why they can't let it in. But even in that sense, why should we separate these things? Like, do you think we should separate language? For films, like it should, shouldn't it just be like best drama? And, and yeah, English. that's the point. Like, why does yeah. it have to be separated? But yeah, I feel like I do feel like it has racism involved. I feel like they kind of want to give it to like a Western film. I don't think they want to give it mm-hmm. to like another. I don't know. I, I don't yeah. think they actively. I, I don't think they actively said like, no, no. I want, I want an American white mm. guy film to mm. win. But it, it's the fact that they like didn't even think about it. It's like, oh, it's in Korean. It's not American, right? Mm-hmm. The fact that they thought that like so automatically. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I'm. That's what makes me angry because mm-hmm. it's it's like ingrained racism. Mm-hmm. It's not even like they they like went out of their way. It's it's like it's like when that girl. It's like when that twenty two year old accused yeah. the black kid of for, uh, for stealing her phone it's like she didn't even think she did anything wrong but it's like the fact that you didn't you didn't accuse anybody else mm-hmm. you saw you saw a black kid and you're like that guy probably stole my phone right it's mm-hmm. that ingrained racism 
Another way to look at it is I read somewhere where it's like they were talking about like a Quentin Tarantino film, like Inglorious Bastards. I don't know if you guys seen it, but like that film, most a lot of it was not in English. A lot of it was also in German and French, but it didn't get put into foreign language category. Oh. I don't, I've, I've seen it, but I don't remember the movie, but to be like, honest. They, they yeah. say like they probably have like 70% non-English dialogue. Mm. But that right. wasn't in a foreign language category. So did people say that? Bring it up? I don't know. Because that would be very unfair. Yeah, I think or, people bring or is it that just, up. As long as you're not, if you're not white, then you're considered foreign. Probably that's like, but at the same time, like, I think we're just at a point where they really want to gatekeep. They don't want like anything non-Western to get through to mainstream media in the West. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that's probably why. Or else, I feel like there will be way more like kind of Korean pop in the mainstream media in the West. Well, BTS is really really popular in the yeah, West. That's even... true. Yeah, that's true. But they so are the I only think... one though. They they're the yeah. only yeah, one that's so far. True. But I don't think again. I don't think it's a gatekeeping thing. Like I don't think they like deliberately set out to do this. I think it is a more like ingrained thing, mm. right? It's like subtle, like it's like these behaviors that they're doing, they don't know what they're doing, right? Yeah. And I mean, or like, maybe they, they just want to be in control, like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. they want their, like, well, my father thinks this way. So basically my dad thinks that if the country is strong, then their pop culture and everything influenced the world. So back then, England or like um, Europe, they were more powerful. So then Beatles and like the Western music groups, they were more uh, popular. They're more like, yeah, they're more worldwide popular. But then US is like, you know, more popular, like as in more powerful now. So then their pop culture, like uh, their media, all the singers, Mainly, the ones that are known worldwide are all from U.S. I don't know. I guess that could be because, um, in a way, aside from like let's say like all the pop stars, right? Do we know any like French stars or German like celebrities or like I don't know African celebrities? Like <laughs> if they're not from the states, like, I'm just trying to say right. like. It's right. very hard to get worldwide recognition unless you're, unless you actually know English. Actually, I feel it's it's a little bit unfair, but I do feel like it's much harder to. Not that you're you're not able to succeed, but let's say if Harry Potter was uh, written, I don't know, in an not like English language. Let's say it was um, Russian or something. Like, would it have gotten so big? I don't know. If it's if it gets translated to hey, English, but the parasite parasite won Oscars. Not it for was really film, good. It was so right? good. Parasite was really good. But then there should not be an issue of just reading subtitles. I think the other thing is like people are not cool with reading subtitles. They're complaining about yeah. it. Yeah. But Grace, you know, you, you're you're in the translating like business where yeah. subtitles are key essentially. So it's like it's not that big of a deal. Because it's not big a big deal, but some people they really hate. They just don't want to read anything. They just right. want to understand without 
like they don't want to take the extra effort to read it i guess but it's like i think it's more like because i look at it from a from the artist standpoint right mm-hmm. say you wrote like an or or let's let's keep it in movies right like you made this amazing movie but it's in chinese yeah. right yeah and it's a drama right don't you think it's a little insulting that like you know you go you see all these um award shows they have like best drama best comedy you know yeah and then true. your 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 art project is only in this one it, like you're bunched up in this one category best foreign film isn't that kind of like insulting yeah oh that's I true because so. if they're in the foreign language film category i don't think they're yeah. allowed to be like considered like the actors in it they're considered in the best actor best actress etc yeah like are there are, are there multiple foreign film categories or is it just one just one yeah like that's kind of insulting right like you should be judged with the other dramas if your movie is a drama if your movie if you made a comedy then you should be judged with the rest of the comedies right mm-hmm. that's true i think so but yeah i guess in a way it's like if it's like a western thing they probably say well it's my it's my game my rules kind of like mm-hmm. you know how um if it's like a private company they kind of think like oh well we have the right to decide who gets to compete like you know how like those pageant stuff from yes. hong kong they're like yeah. oh you have to be you have to be let's say chinese or you have to have chinese blood or something i don't know maybe mm-hmm. it's but, like but no you're, you're totally have... right you're, yeah, totally, you're totally right, right. because because the committee obviously is not you know like it's not our people you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying but otherwise they would have that you know like so so it's like sometimes the argument is like maybe the committee that decides these things are not diverse enough mm, yeah right because so if you, if it's all like one type of person like even if it's all asian right we're biased yeah. towards a certain perspective yeah right so it's like that's why i think a committee needs to be more diverse yeah. Right. It's like if if it's all men judging judging a contest with women, right? It's like uh, you know, like of course they're going to be biased, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like that's what I mean. But how do you like who gets to choose who's representing, you know? Who's going to be part of the committee? Like you can't I don't know, like mm-hmm. voting them in, it's also kind of yeah, it's tricky like, with diversity issues, I think. But I think the general thing that got to be done is where, like, they just got to be more accepting and open to, like, you know, other things. I think right now it's just they're too, like, restrictive on, like, what is allowed and what is not allowed. And yeah. I think, especially when they want to cater, like, to the crowd where, like, oh, our award show is based on, like, best films everywhere kind of thing mm. they want it yeah they, they kind of make it over representative of the whole film industry the golden globes oscar etc then you should reflect upon that in terms of having those selections uh, fighting for those awards being more international being more diverse mm-hmm. how about like films from like india or like uh the other countries like do they Consider are they also considered foreign films? Like if they're not, let's say they're not European. Let's just say they're from another country. Are they all considered 
born? Or is it just if it's uh, 50%, like less than 50% English, then they're considered foreign? Yeah, I think less than 50%. Mm. I don't know the rules, actually, so, you know. Like, if Golden English, Globes uh, allow, like, films made in from the Britain or UK to compete mm-hmm. and they don't get into a foreign language, then then obviously... Oh, you're that's a good point. Does that happen? No, like, is a film made in UK considered a foreign film? No, because it's more than 50% of it will for sure be in English. See, then that's whack then. Yeah, then yeah. why are they able to be put into, then. Yeah. Yeah, they're not. They're not American. They're foreign. They're still foreign. <laughs> yeah, so th- there's right? so many loopholes. Yeah, yeah I feel like they just want it to be like a white yeah. thing, white dominant. And so, so you're. Let's just say this: we have someone make a film in Hong Kong where a hundred percent of the dialogue is in English. It's Hong Kong film completely. Can they be competing in the Golden Globe if it's really good, and not in mm-hmm. the foreign c- category? Well, I don't know. I don't make the rules. No, I, 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 I don't know if they will allow that though. Mm. Yeah, they probably wouldn't. I think. Yeah. I feel like it's still racist, like in the end. It's definitely racism tied to it, you know. Yeah. Um, whether they like, I do. I feel like it's like a hateful type of racism. I don't, but I do feel like it's like they're conditioned, right? Like it's like because there are certain behavior, even even us. Even us, sometimes there's a lot of behaviors that I have to I have to reflect on. It's like, whoa, 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 do I think this way because of what? Because what I'm conditioned to, right? Like, like. Can you give an example? Like, what do you mean? Yes, we can. Like, say even when you see people down walking on the street, right? Mm-hmm. There are times, myself at least. That when you see a certain type of person, you think a certain way or you feel That's a certain true. way automatically, right? And sometimes you have to ask yourself why you feel that way. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, it just, I feel like and it's like, like that- it's like I'm not racist. I, I like I don't consider myself racist. I don't I don't I don't really feel like I have hate for anybody or towards a certain race. But it's still racist that mm-hmm. it's like it's conditioned into you, right? Or like yeah. if I see like if I see like an Asian dude walking down the street, a lot of times I'd be like, yeah, I, I don't pay him no mind. Like I, I feel like it's just he's, a stereotype. I feel like he's harmless, exactly, right? But even just even even thinking like even seeing an Asian dude and thinking he's harmless is racist, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm looking at him and it's like, ah, this guy's soft. This guy's soft, right? Mm-hmm. Even just thinking that, that's racist because it's like, I'm, I'm making assumptions about this person based on what he looks like, yeah. right? Or if I see a white dude, I'm like, oh, okay, this guy's harmless, you know? Like, it's like, but then when you see some other minorities, you might like, oh, whoa, hold up, hold up. You know, he looks a little sketchy, right? I feel like, it's not just what they look like, but mm-hmm. their body language, their way that they move, the way that they, uh, like what they're wearing also makes a difference. I think, honestly, I do feel like it's not really, like, let's say if a person keeps looking at the ground or like looks like kind of suspicious, like 
mm-hmm. no matter what race he is, I would still think that person is odd, you know? It's not just, like, because of a certain race. Like, depending on... Like, if a person is, like, let's say, nodding their head like crazy or, like, kind of swinging their arms like a mad person, like, regardless of what race, I would think something's wrong with that person. I don't think I purely just judge them based on their appearance, but mm-hmm. also right. mainly body language, I would say. Yeah. I don't like think I, like again, I, I don't think like like these are very you're these are more extreme examples, but what I'm saying is there are subtle like when you when you see someone, right? Yeah. You do have you do develop like certain feelings right away, right? Mm. Uh, and it's and it's like yeah. sometimes you have to question why these reactions Mm-hmm. And it's not like it's not like you thought this. You're you. So you must be you must be racist. You're evil. It's not like sometimes racism is very subtle. I believe. Mm. It's like what again? It's like when I see an Asian dude and I think he's harmless. Like that's I think that's racist. Mm. It's it's very subtle. It's not. Is it like harmful? It's probably not harmful. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's still racist. Because I'm judging it, him based it's, it's on I don't know him. Like, just us like having prejudice on what we assume to be like yeah. bad or good, and just exactly. Sometimes it's just in us, and sometimes we gotta be more cognizant of it, and just you know have less of that, and just treat everyone as best of a person as they are, regardless of how they, exactly. You know, but I mean, you have to recognize these things first, though. You know what I'm saying? True, it's like it's it, it, it like let's not even talk race, like even gender, right? If we're talking gender roles, there's probably certain times where you know, like you see a woman, and I have a certain reaction to that situation. Okay. You get what I'm saying? And it's like, hold up, hold up. Why am I thinking this way? Why am I reacting this way? Mm-hmm. And would I have reacted the same if it was a man? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And it's like, it's not, it's not like, it's not like the reaction could just be very innocent and that it's not harmful anyway. I'm not hurting anybody. Right. Mm-hmm. But it stems from like the inner core. Like you're con- exactly. Yeah. You're, you're conditioned to like think a certain way when you, How about, do you think, about women. What or do you something. think condition us? Or like, or you, or you. Society. Society, yeah. When you're growing up, like... The media and it's everything like thinking, we interact with. It's exactly what, like, our podcast is about, right? Like, it's like, even when we talk about Asian representation, right? Yeah. For the longest time growing up, you have a certain stereotype towards Asians. Or not you, per se, but, like, other people that's non-Asian, right? They have a certain perception of who we are as a, as a people, right? Yeah. That's that true. are, that are racists. Mm-hmm. And we yeah. have, and we have that too. Mm-hmm. Stereotypes, I would say. We just kind of yeah. acknowledge it, but I think some specific groups are slower to see this and acknowledge and like try to be better from this. I think 2021 mm-hmm. is a perfect example where people around the world are waking up and realizing it but still a certain group and is not seeing it and not seeing their Mm. wrongdoings yeah i mean it's hard yeah it's hard to you know break like 
look at your shit and take accountability of like, okay, that, that, that reaction there, was it, was it, was it just right? Yeah. I think it's, that's a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. That's a hard and, thing to do. Yeah. And going back to like the movie itself, do you hope that it will get best, like the shine and get best drama if it deserves? Or I mean, like in terms of the Oscar. I hope it's like, a good movie. If it, let's just I haven't say it's seen a good, it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we were, yeah. we're talking all this shit, but it's like, yo, yeah. what if it's a shitty movie? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you know. how do you define what's a good movie though? Like, isn't it very different depending on a person? I hope I will like it. You know what yeah. I mean? Okay. Um, well, I I hope they if it's good they get the same kind of um, shine or appreciation as Parasite did last year because I think yeah. that will really do a lot for specifically Asian American representation. Which but is you know what? Difference from you know Asian what? representation. Even if it's a shitty film, I will support it. Hmm. Just have because you seen Parasite? I, I have seen Parasite and I, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not a huge fan. <laughs> oh, how come? I'm not, I'm not into thrillers. Well, I mean, I'm into thrillers, but I'm not into like creepy thrillers. Like I'm not yeah, a, like I'm not, scary. I'm not, I'm not a horror guy. I'm not really into horror movies. Um, and that guy's movies, like I've seen, um, Snow What's the one with the hippo? No, no, no. Oh, the, the host? The... Okja. I hated that movie. It was a terrible movie. I, I, it's because it's so weird. It's like, ah, it's like I think so creepy. Part though. of the reason is just it, that Parasite is doing so or did so well for like Oscar and all that stuff is because it's heading to a point of or like a section of society issue that people really are paying attention to, which is like the. The, the the widening of the uh, economic gap of people and how we try to survive and all this stuff. It's relatable in terms of like, wow, this shit is deep and like it uh, even translate in Korean to America. What did you think, Yeah, Grace? I think I think the message was actually really powerful, honestly. You know, I don't know if you... Like, what was the message? Of, you know how like... For the poor people, when yeah. they were like the the poor family, when they were lying, so when yeah. they were even when they tried their very best, they couldn't even get any signal, phone signal. Like, remember how mm-hmm. they, there was a scene when they went to the washroom because they were trying to get signal. I don't know if it was Wi Fi or what, but they tried so hard. And then when they were at the very bottom in the really expensive house, they still had signal. Like they were able to call. They were able to call like nine one one or whatever when they were in that basement where they found the guy. So right. like I think there are like a lot of um parts where like it's like no matter how hard they work, like they were still they the they couldn't get rid of that smell on them. So yeah, then the but, little boy knew right mm-hmm. away like oh it's kind of I don't know I feel like it's like like it means like no matter what, like they still see them as the help. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. No matter how like, fancy, like, no matter how much fancy clothes he's wearing, like it's still like he's still a broke guy from the ghetto. Mm. So yeah, like they always can't look get at him. out of that. They and and that's very, so very like just society. Like, like, yeah, like, like, yeah. I feel that's like, what y'all got from that movie. Because I'm, I'm just like, yo, it's a creepy movie about some dude living in the basement. Yeah, but honestly, <laughs> I feel like Prayer Site is nothing that is groundbreaking, though. 
it's, is it okay. a good movie? It's a good movie. Yeah, but it's not groundbreaking. Um, I just like I, I, like, I wouldn't watch it again. Yeah, I think Korean cinema and Korean drama has been talking about these issues for years and years already. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like it's very unfair, like how the rich has it so easy. No, no, and no, no, no. Yeah, but I'm saying like, it's not. Yeah. I mean, the film itself is not that good. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, I think it's yeah. that's the thing, right? Like when it comes to that stuff, I feel like it's very subjective. Like what you think sure. is good yeah, might for not sure. but, be. What, but to yeah. be honest, if you have seen like Asian cinema or Asian like dramas, their content is not that much different from what has been done in the past. No, but I think I think Parasite is a good movie, and I think it's based on preference. I don't hate it because it's mm-hmm. not a good movie. I I mean, I don't hate it. Yeah, I liked yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I just, it's not my cup of tea because it's so creepy. Mm. I'm not, yeah, I'm not into creepy. I'm not into creepy. I like wholesome. Yeah. For me, I think it just, it feels like it's not something that I didn't expect from a Korean film. Mm. Mm. And I feel like people, especially like Oscar kind of thing, give them all the accolades because they are not paying attention to Korean films. Oh yeah, I I know what you mean, Kyle. Because you know how like BTS is so popular, right? Mm-hmm. But like all these other K-pop groups, they all work super hard. They're good too. They're not. It's not like they're way. It's not like BTS is way better dancers. Mm-hmm. Like if you watch the K-pop scene, like they are yeah. all good. But why is it that only one of them is able to kind of make no, it? No, Blackpink is is bigger than BTS now. No. I, I think, think they, I think they surpassed. Bigger. I think they surpassed. Yeah, I know. Yes. Maybe Blackpink is the female. Yeah, but I think I think BTS but... still got got uh like a at least a head ahead of like Blackpink. I know. I think Blackpink is bigger now because I saw the I saw the documentary, guys. <laughs> that, that that's it. You just need a Netflix documentary, and then that's that's how you know Wait, you're yo, popular. We should do a review on the Blackpink documentary. Oh, dude. maybe yeah. Grace, did you have you seen the Black Pink documentary? No, I haven't. I okay. actually, I'm really bad with uh, the groups because I I don't know their names. I just know they're popular, but I don't like. I wouldn't even know who they are if I saw them on the streets. Like if like individually, like the documentary is actually the- really good. So I don't know if you guys want to do it. I'm totally down. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know because it feels like Grace. I feel like it feels like it might be better if you do a review. Like you you did. You didn't seem like you were too into these topics today. <laughs> you, no, I wasn't given a list. No one told me what you guys were going to talk uh, about. We, so we, no, we just want you. We just I, go I, off the cuff, man. Yeah. You... Yeah. So I, I literally, I mean, I like it. I like, uh, it's not like I don't, I, I do appreciate and I do like the fact that um, Asians are getting more media time. Media, I don't know what you call it. Like, mm-hmm. Representation. Uh, representation like i mm. do like that because i feel like it's like for a long time we don't really get recognized like we don't really mm. get any uh roles aside from like kung fu roles i guess or con- mm. like, yeah like you know like well, jackie I mean, chan's always playing that kind of uh the guy that just knows kung fu you know? yeah exactly well i mean that's probably like that's, that's one of the big reasons we started this podcast is like you know we got to give them the flowers yeah so i yeah. mean with that said i think that's a good, that's a good way to end it point um 
thank you so much, Grace, for coming on. I mean, what I, I I think we should make it more fun for Grace next time. I think. Oh like, no! I mean, I like the topic. It's just that sorry, I don't know so much that I should. Yeah. We, we should have we should have prepared yeah. a little more. Mm -hmm. We're still honestly, we're still working this out. Yeah. With uh, this podcast, like the first our first episode, we did a review. Okay. Um, review of Mulan. Mulan. Oh, okay. Wait, do you already? Uh, where where can we find your podcast? Like, I don't even. So know. So our podcast name is Asian Movie Club. So search it up on Spotify, iTunes, uh -huh. all the places. Right, Robin? Yep. Okay. So basically, yeah, we're still filling it out, right? So that's why today we wanted to try out, like, maybe we'll do, like, current events, mm. some hot takes, you know? Um, but, I mean, you you were it, giving good points, so it's fine. It's totally fine, I think. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I like having interesting discussions, and you guys mm -hmm. are very entertaining and very deep people, well, I thank think. You. We try, we try. Because I feel yourself. like there's... I like substance, you know? Mm. I don't just like empty, like, hey, how are you? What's up? Mm. No, I like the deep, like, so why do you think this way? Mm. Yeah. What is the cause? Or, like, what would you do? Like, you know, it's very yeah. interesting. And that's yeah. what we're trying to explore in this podcast. Mm, thank you. Now, uh, before we sign off, Grace, where can, they, where can the listeners find you? Um, you can find me at my blog, Live and Learn 88, the number 88.com. Or uh, Instagram, I'm Grace7127. And Robin, where can we find you? Find me on Instagram at Conrock, C-O-N-R-O-C. And if you want to check me out, find me on Instagram at Kyle, K-Y-L-E dot L-K-H-H-K. And I have my own podcast as well. It's called What Kind of Asian Are You? And you can find that on all kind of streaming platforms. Check me on Spotify, Apple, all those fun stuff. And with that, we're out. Peace. Peace.